Tis the season of giving. If you enjoy listening to How You Feeling, please consider supporting us financially. For as little as 99 cents a month, you will be contributing to our growth and will continue to bring you the content you love. Please click the link in any episode description and show your support. We truly appreciate you. She's Coco, and he's Fran, and they want to know, how you feeling? Oh my God, I love the Christmas music that starts our show now. Talk about pressure. Now we gotta gotta get that. We talked about this. Every episode going forward until New Year's is supposed to have a little jingle, a little jangle. Oh shit! I didn't do it in the last one. Of course you did it because you always forget. No. This has got to be Christmas. You got to write it down. Yeah. All right. Didn't All right. Love- Akila, didn't you love that opening with the Christmas music? Did you hear it? It was good, right? I loved it. it they- there you go. And if they don't hear it, the audience doesn't hear it. They're gonna be like, "That is messed up." We're we're all really good actors right now. Speak for yourself. I <laughs> So, in case anyone is confused we oh, have the world renowned oh oh shit oh shit hear oh, that, that music akila is in the house Can I just, wait, before we continue there's one thing i do have to say mm. reunited and it feels so good it does it really mm. does Mm. I love, I 100% absolutely positively love being on you guys' show. I enjoy this. Thank you. And I, we, you know what I love? Our next podcast is going to be called You Guys's. <laughs> That's that is, not, that is not the correct grammar of an English. <laughs> I don't care. I love it. And I'm write it down. My next show is You Guys's. <laughs> you guys is no we love having you here akila and thank you so much for joining us especially in this crazy time that we're in right now right before the holidays and you've had some pretty big things happening in your life recently so why don't you fill our listeners in so amidst of being world renowned you know it is not easy traveling the world um mm-hmm. being on other people's stages and you know yes. being a part of their programs and having to give speeches in the midst of all of that. Mm-hmm. My husband and I bought our first home Woo! and we had literally five days to wow. get out of that. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. You, are just, you are just speeding down the highway of life when you need to just pull over and let us all take this in. Let's go back a couple of steps. Yeah. You and your husband yeah. just bought your first house how amazing is that that's awesome oh and and COVID at that and you know I know you guys see the news you hear it you're reading in the newspapers whatever the housing market is is as bad as what you've read it is as bad as what you've seen it is as bad as what you've heard I'm talking about we put in offers on homes where we were outbidded I kid you not fifty thousand dollars thirty thousand dollars for homes that needed 50, 60, $70,000 worth of work. I just, yes. 
man, it was, oh. It, I can't, yeah. But I you can't know even what? Imagine. But the point is, you did it, and there's people there, people there, people listening. Yes. Who are like, I'm going to buy a house one day. I'm going to buy a house one day. And pretty soon, they're about to retire. That's how long they've been waiting, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with living in an apartment. I'm not no. saying there is. But for people who are dreaming the dream and not doing it, it is a hard thing to do. And when you see people do it, it's an amazing, amazing thing. And your house is cute too. I saw the outside. It's cute. It's <laughs> Thank not, you. Listen, it's not like that boarding house that Coco lives in. Oh no. <laughs> she lives in a she lives in a room. Yeah. She doesn't have a place. She shares a room with her Akilah husband. Akila is believing you right now. <laughs> Don't believe it. It's a Lebanese yurt. Oh gosh, but I see walls. How is that possible? That's a yurt. She makes it pretty. She painted the inside. See, she tried to put lights. See, she Akilah, are you believing him right now? I'm not, but it, okay. it feels good to go along with him though. But no, I'm not believing him. I'm no. gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give you a tour <laughs> later. So she's got, listen, she's got a cute little townhouse, and she lives right up against the woods because that's where she goes out and she commits murders. I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's the next podcast. That. Yes. The in the woods. <laughs> going into the murders to commit to going into the woods to commit murders. The murders of Coco. Oh, I like the murders in the yurt. There you go. There you I go. But yes, so we bought our first home. We um somehow got out of an apartment that we lived in for over six years. And you know, I'm a practicing minimalist, so it's not like I had a lot of stuff, but there was still a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? And and, and I the- imagine, I imagine with a you know, if it was just you and your husband, it's manageable but when you have kids i imagine that it just starts as they get older it starts getting the place starts feeling smaller and smaller and smaller so yeah and covid kind of exasperated that yeah Um, it was a little bit different you know they're they're schooling in there we did our home became ground zero yeah like everything was taking place in the home and it it really made you feel like okay we're really you know, we really are on top of each other more than we thought. Cause you know, before you're at work eight hours, you're at school eight hours, what have you come home, you make the mad dash homework, dinner, shower, you're back in bed. You really never had the time to really take it in, but COVID, oh my God, it changed that. Oh yeah. And that really, um, we, we had always wanted to buy, actually I was in the process of buying before Sana Rose was even born, my youngest daughter mm-hmm. before she was born, but we were like, let's wait, you know, it's okay. And um, we had made a previous attempt before this one. It didn't work out. And um, we started, I want to say, officially in August of 2020. Wow. And our offer, we didn't officially start with this house until October of 2021. So that should tell you it took mm. um, time. Like it was, yeah, it was insane. Yeah. But I'm happy. I'm grateful. Thank God we are in here. And I love it. Honestly, I, ha- I was thinking to myself the other day, I said, every other house I put an offer on, none of it felt like this home. Mm. Like frustrating as it was to be every time I was out bit, oh, it hurt. I am going to front. It hurt. Yeah. There were tears. There was, I was frustrated, but honestly, I feel at home in this place already. And it's not, Good. and I feel awesome. Like- awesome. That's so great. And you, and you, and you look beautiful. You know, Thanks. I said that to you before, before we started recording. I'm glowing. It, it didn't count because people didn't hear me. <laughs> it counted to me. <laughs> It but, to me. Okay, but listen, you know, it's like that movie to die for. Okay. Nothing is worth doing unless someone's watching. That's true. That's true. So, you know, charity work, if they don't know about it, the world doesn't know. People don't feel good. You know how they get. So, 
yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm being a jerk. You know that. But you look beautiful. And you. you're you're doing something right. Because, I mean, I remember total transparency. I remember talking to you, I don't know, maybe a few months ago. And you were just, it was, it was not good for you. Like, you were, I mean, you know, you were working through it and you were doing what you needed to do, but it was a rough road to get where you need to get. And that's the thing about our show too, is that we like to talk to people about the success they've had, but we like to be honest about the amount of work it takes to get there. And it, it's work. It's, it's definitely work every day. Um, at the time period you're talking about was in May. I don't, I don't know, I've, I don't know which episode, but I did discuss this on one of you, on one of the episodes with you guys. And it was a lot, the anxiety, the, unfortunately I was diagnosed with high blood pressure, having to work through that, never having any, you know, chronic illness to that point where now I have to take medicine for these things. Like that was life altering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, having to check my pressure every day. What? Like I'm 30. How old was I at the time? I was 34. Like, come yeah. on. You know what I mean? But from that time, let me report, I have lost over 30 pounds. Wow. Awesome. Only because of this move, I have not been walking as much as I would like to. And of course, I don't live where I used to live. So I know you guys would see me walking in the mountain. Mm -hmm. I have to find another place and everything has kind of stopped there. But I'm still very, you know, particular about what I'm eating and things of that nature because it's, it's all connected. It is. And let me tell you something, when I'm not taking care of myself physically, oh, I pay for it mentally. Yeah. So when, when we spoke about what I was going, what I was going through back then, I wasn't taking care of myself. And that's Mm -hmm. that. I wasn't, I was on the trajectory where I ended up. It makes sense. Yeah. I landed that may come. What is your, this is off topic, but on topic. What is your neighborhood like, like your community? Okay. Um, we live on the main road of this, of this okay. little, 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 little town. I live around the corner from like the town hall. Um, but it's very friendly. Oh God, let me tell you something about friendly. These people are friendly. Like where I'm from, nobody puts their hand up because you're, you know, trying to cross the street mm. here. If you let a car pass you, they put their hand up and they say, thank you. I mean, where did you move to Iowa? Right. <laughs> I didn't get that in Jersey. Where are you? Where are you? Right? In the West. I'm telling you, like, it's a completely different oh, world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Different world out here. And um, I like it. Got I a lot it. of country music fans out there. Yeah. Let me say something. The radio stations I had where I was living are not even out here. Like, that's how far yeah. I am. Wow. Yeah. How, how far from your old Only house? 30 minutes. Yeah. West. But that's how, but listen, that's how Jersey is. Like people make fun of Jersey and I'm like, you know, hate on Jersey because we don't want more people here. So when people start saying they hate Jersey, I'm like, you're right. It sucks. Cause I want no one else here. Yeah. <laughs> when you're sitting in traffic on the, on the garden state parkway, you think to yourself, like, can some of these people leave the state? Like, but here's the reality in, in Jersey, it's one of the few places that I have been through, through in this country that you can go from like the beach to New York city. Like, it's like, it's really crazy. You can be in the woods, you can go to the water. It's everything's here and the food and the people, the diversity, the things you learn. I could never live in a state where you see the same person all the time. And it's funny because the lake is literally a stone's throw from my house. 
So nice. I, I literally live by a lake inlet. Like um, mm-hmm. there's a major lake, but some of it has like they have like another part. It's mm. literally, look at my window, turn left, it's right there. Well, you love that because that's bringing you close to nature because your yeah. little walks used to take your little walks. I mean, you used to walk for three days and then you come back home. Like, it's yeah. like, where did the kid go? She gone. No, no, no. She'll be back. She Give her till Wednesday. She'll be she, back. She gone to the mountain. <laughs> but listen, I prioritize those things in my life. I have to. Yeah. And it's funny, like when you talk yeah. about fate and things of that nature, when I saw this house, I did not know about that lake. Mm. I didn't. No. It's like this right. was where it was supposed to be. No, it's right. You know, it's right. Like, you know, we moved to this area. It was before my daughter even started the school that's like down the street. Mm-hmm. Everybody used to say to us, Oh, you moved here because of school. We're like, what, what about the school? They're like, Oh, it's a really great school. It's one of the best in the area, blah, blah, blah. We're like, we didn't know none of that. Mm-hmm. You know, but because you know, she would have went to a school like I I did. My parents were like, tough it out. <laughs> you know, whatever school it is, tough it out. You'll be fine. And I did. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I mean, Coco brings up a good point. You just went to the mountain. I mean, you heard that song, Go Tell It on the Mountain. And you literally were like, where is the mountain? I'm going to go tell it. For real. I, it, wow. it, this was definitely a journey. And to every all the listeners out there, don't give up. Nope. It's going to like, just expect the process to be held. Like, I think that is something everybody who's trying to buy a house needs to hold on to as an expectation it's going to be terrible like Mm. please don't think it's going to be rainbows and ice cream it's going to be nasty yeah listen you have had quite quite a journey (laughs) and and i'm proud of you because anyone who's done it knows it's not easy and this is why people hold on to their homes and they're like i'm not moving again because you don't want to do it again your kids are going to be 60 by the time you move no not (laughs) So wait a minute. So tell me the kids are happy. They have their own rooms and stuff. No fluff. They're happy. Like okay. no fluff. Even today, Asana was like, mommy, I like my school. I like my teacher. Um, because we, they, they grew up in an apartment. They're very used to still being around each other. Like if I, if the door wasn't closed and I wasn't doing this, they would be in the room with me. Like they're just. And thank just, God they're cute. Cause imagine if your kids were ugly and you had to look at them the whole time. You're oh, like, well, oh, thank God they're cute. And they, God, they're cute. Cause you can look at them up close. Cause there's some kids, they get close to you and people are like, kids aren't ugly. And you're like, mm, but I've seen those, seen those. <laughs> I mean, they get cuter with age, you hope. They grow into themselves. With some yeah. prayer. Yeah. With some prayer. They grow into themselves. But yes. no fluff, they're happy. Because it's, it's difficult. I, I know I can only speak for myself because we've, we've moved many times in our, yeah. in our youth. And it's difficult, you know, starting a new school, doing all of that, making new friends. So when you, when you don't feel like you have this root, you know, in one place, it's, it's, it's hard. It really is. Yeah. So it's good. I'm glad that they're like. Coco, I have a question for you off topic. Yeah. You are rocking a new look. I like your hair. What did you do? Nothing. I mean, look at the little, like, you got a little something happening up here. What's this happening? You're growing it longer. Is that what you're doing? Thank you. Looks good. I'm trying to, it does need to be trimmed though, but yeah, I'm, I, I try to grow my hair, but I think this is like genetically the length that it'll always be. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're seriously like tonight you're giving us like Sandra Bullock. That's what you're giving me tonight. Some Sandra Bullock. Thank you. 
Oh, look at Beyonce. Look at hair. Ladies and gentlemen, Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, but I keep it. I keep it. Your hair is, your hair is always doing something different. Like when I see you, when I see you in your Instagram post, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm always like, what kind of like, cause you always have some kind of creative, artistic going on. And meanwhile, you're like, oh, I just tied it up. But meanwhile, it's like, you know, you spent about 45 minutes to put that together. This little turban thing that I keep my hair hidden in. Now she's orthodox, look. Yeah, like I never, I never see your hair down. I think only a couple of times, like in pictures where you've gone to like a wedding or something like that, but you always have your hair up always have it tied up I never I mean my hair grew pretty long especially after the kids and I still would then I ended up cutting it all off of course but like I never was really into long hair because I have the locks it's kind of expected you you know that's gonna grow really long but then I feel like things crawling on me and it it just be all over the place I just tie it up wow there you go that's what I do (laughs) well you know we really wanted to have you on today because you know for people listening they don't know why you're here I mean, we know you're here because Akila doesn't know why she's here. No, Akila. Right. She doesn't know. And she, you know, she went to go tell her on the mountain. She found out why she's here. So we're gonna tell her. Okay. You're here because we're gonna do our holiday episode with you, right? So one of the things that I want to start with, because for people listening, you don't know what we're gonna ask you today. Okay. So I don't want to give you a spoiler, but I'm going to give you a spoiler. Okay. You're here for three surprise Ask Akila questions. Three? Three. 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 <laughs> but before we get there, this is just a little gift you have to give me because I said to Coco when we were producing this episode, I said, I really want to find out what is one of Akila's holiday pet peeves? She got one. She got one. I literally just threw one away. There you go. Um, I love Secret Santa. However, (laughs) I I do not like how unequally yoked Secret Santa is. Yeah. I do not feel like fuzzy slippers. Nope. Fuzzy socks are Secret Santa gifts. Take the $10, give me an Amazon gift card, and leave me alone. Fran has always said that if you don't know the person that you're buying for, if you don't know them personally, get a gift card. You know what I do? I would be real Italian. I would put a $10 bill in a card and just Uh hand you the card and say, Feliz Navidad, my friend. There you go. Because think about this. There's two, there's two things you cannot go wrong with people. Coffee even if you're going to get it to Dunkin' Donuts, even if they don't drink coffee or Starbucks, you know, right. they don't drink coffee. Right. There's a ton of other stuff there that they are going to enjoy. And you're, you know? if, you're, if you're a fat person like me, you can find a donut, a schmear of some cream cheese, something. Okay. something. And, and you cannot go wrong with an Amazon gift card. No. Everybody shops at Amazon. All those. No. All those. For the love of God, send a gift card via email or print it out and say, hey, I'm going to put in a, a little thank you card and give it to you. The fuzzy sock thing at CBS. Is this a work thing or family thing? Work. This okay, so, work. so you don't work, you don't work in retail, but let me tell you what we used to do when I worked at one of my last retail jobs. And I told Coco this on the show, which she doesn't remember because, you know, she's got all kinds of problems, really? but- 
But anyway, um, we used to have a Secret Santa at work. But before everybody pulled Secret Santa, we used to put, we used to have a sign-up sheet in the back. Not a sign-up sheet, but it had a name of all the employees. And next to the person's name, they would write like two to three things that they liked that we sold in the store. Mm. And obviously it was within the price range, right? That's a good idea. But we worked with a lot of like rich white ladies who would just buy anybody anything, you know? So if I wanted a $250 pot set, I'd put it up there, you know, just for fun. And then they'd be like, Merry Christmas. And I also got you a bottle of champagne. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. But I'm saying the point is you at least walk away with something that you wanted and everyone's happy. Agreed. You know, I agree with you. Yeah. All the Santas are not created equal. And I, at this point, and we did the same thing where I work, we have this thing called Elfster where you create your wish list and everybody just like you're randomly. um, So, cause it was, you know, it's a big, pretty big office. So you get a random, once you participate, your name is randomly picked by someone else and vice versa and all that stuff. So, so you will see on there a candle from Yankee Candle or, or I like candles, wherever you buy it from, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Or um, I need a, a mug. I like mugs. Um, fest, votive mugs, are they called? F- festive mugs. Mm-mm. People was rolling up with fuzzy socks. Yeah. I mean, would you be offended if somebody was like thong? In their- Absolutely. Okay. I'm just saying. Give me the gift card to Victoria's Secret. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Worse, I don't know who you are. Don't do that. Exactly. I mean, if someone's going to buy me a thong, they better be cute. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> don't do that. I mean, there was a woman, this is, this is uh, slightly related to holiday, but I love telling this story. There was a woman who almost hit me in a parking lot once, but <clears throat> She like, and I'm being dramatic, like she wasn't paying attention and I was getting out of my car yeah. and she came around the corner real fast for the holidays. And she noticed that she was like, you know, slammed on the brake and, and she got out the car and she was like, oh my gosh. Like, she was like, she was so upset, so upset. Like she was just like, and, and I wasn't hurt. So I wasn't gonna, what am I doing, scream at her? Right. She wasn't on her phone. Mm. You know, it was it was dark, mm. you know, so she got out of the car and she was just like so upset. And then I just was like, you know, it's OK. I would have been mad at you if you weren't cute. <laughs> and she started laughing and it broke the silence because she was like, felt so bad. Like, I swear I was walking in the home goods. She was about to buy me something, you know, but you know what? Everyone's alive. You know, if she would have hit me, I would have haunted her ass. Exactly. I would have come back. Right back. <laughs> I would have come right back. Yes. Yep. So thank you for that pet peeve. Um, now, do you, do you want to go first, Coco? Or are you done drinking your tea? I can go first. We can okay. do that. Yeah, let's 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 do round robins. Okay. So these are holiday edition ask Aquila's. Holiday edition ask Aquila. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Excellent. So the first question is I am 24 and have lived on my own for six years but I always go home for Christmas and it's always a disaster. 
my stepfather is a brute. This year, my new boyfriend has invited me to stay with his family. As tempted as I am, I worry that it's too much too soon. And worse, that I will break my mom's heart. What should I do? Well, number one, you're 24, mm -hmm. right? You're, you're an adult and you've lived on your own for six years. So there is some level of adulting happening in this this family dynamic or what mm. have you. Um, I think the issue, if she, like, I wish she would have went into more like where the stepfather's a brute. Like, what do you mean? Is he, I don't know, some family yeah. drunk, you know? Let's, you know, let's assume he's a little rough. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they mention it in the question, I mean, there's definitely an aversion to this individual. Yeah. So I would, um, number one, I mean, me being who I am, I would definitely say something to my mother. I wouldn't want to offend my mother. I wouldn't want to do that. The adult thing would be to have that conversation, mm -hmm. right? Adults do adult things. So I would be reaching out to my mother and saying, you know, mom, I really would like to come up. I mean, and this is not her father. This is her stepfather. And she put that out there. That is her stepfather. So that's something she wants. Mm -hmm. She wants that distinction made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would be like, mommy, I love you to death, but you see him, I'm not dealing with that. So we can get up, you know, after Christmas, before Christmas, we can do something together, but I really don't feel as if I need to further subject myself to being in an uncomfortable situation because I love you. Mm. And I wish more people would pay it because the holidays can be very stressful um, for people because a lot of people don't want to be around all their family at the same time. They Or, yeah. or, or any of them for that matter. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know people that, you know what? I can't deal with them all at the same time. Like I can take them in doses. Yes. So I think it's time she has that conversation. That would be um, my advice. How about you have a, have this difficult conversation with your mom and say, mom, I love you. And I'm asking that you understand that I don't, but now, but then she talked about the boyfriend and it was a new boyfriend. She said, right. Um, it's it, yeah. My new boyfriend. Yes. She says, I don't know if I'd be doing that either. Yeah. To get away from my family. I don't know if I'd be spending time with my new boyfriend family i think i would just be I'm, I'm i might be going by a best friend's house you know yeah. or a cousin's house or i mean it's something. clear it's clear that there's i mean she's if she's been on her own for six years that means she moved out of her house at 18 18. so That's that not. clear i'm assuming that the mom was with this now stepfather for some time and maybe that caused some kind of i mean we're speculating right now but maybe that caused some kind of tension between the stepfather and the daughter so that could have been the catalyst for her moving so there's clearly some unresolved issues to begin with absolutely and you're correct she should be talking to her mom about these things for sure this is what i think she should do i uh -oh. think she should do something that's old as american pie she should lie to everybody she should <laughs> tell them all i got my covid test back don't look good I can't come to moms. I can't go to boyfriends. And she sit home watching It's a Wonderful Life, eating a ham sandwich. That is what she should do. Very true. COVID has, COVID has become the, the go-to oh. excuse for, for a lot of people now. She Listen. can definitely do that. And nobody yep. would want her. No, who yep. would know? 
Exactly. Yes, but I hope that was satisfactory. That was satisfactory. Why is it me? I can't hear you as loud as I could before. Is that my computer? Nothing changed. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's my It's computer. you. It is? <laughs> no, it's Fran. <laughs> She's saying it's me. Because you know how she is. All right. So we're not giving you speed round, but listen, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to give you a little bit of insight. If anything in these questions seems odd or strange or out of the ordinary, just remember, these are people that Coco knows that she specifically got these questions from. All right. These are people she knows. I don't know these people. Okay. Okay. I don't know if she knew the first person, but these are friends of friends. Yeah. Fran so is an I, innocent bystander in all. When of I get to this next question, you're going to know that this is Coco's people for people who listen to the show. Lord have mercy. Because she is a girl. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> dear Aquila, kind of crazy, but my girlfriend is seriously turned on by Santa Claus. She told me about the Santa fantasy a few weeks ago when Santa started to pop up all over the place. She gets especially turned on when she sees an actual Santa, which starts her thinking about sitting on his lap and what could happen next. You get the picture, right, Akila? So here's my question. My sister has two young sons. A few years ago, she bought a Santa suit and I've been dressing up in it and going over to her place to give my nephews a thrill on Christmas Eve. I, I don't know what kind of thrill he's given his nephews. I don't know how you go from that to that. Your friend, your friend is nasty, Coco. He's just giving his nephews a, a, a thrill on Christmas Eve after setting up that story okay and then he says i don't have kids of my own yet but i love my nephews like mad and it's cool to see how excited they get when i aka santa walk in the door anyway you know what's coming next right it occurred to me that if i keep the suit an extra day i can give my girlfriend a thrill too I wouldn't tell my sister about it or anything, obviously. I just put on the suit to a little extra use before I returned it. Creepy, Akila? Good idea? Bad idea? It's not my fantasy personally, but I guess it would be fun enough. Thoughts? Thanks. Sexy Santa. What's what's with you? <laughs> Why did you act that question? <laughs> because that guy was a creeper. And top to bottom, he did, and I loved it. Oh my god! Listen, that's what I'm, listen, I'm a sad, sad, sad card holder. I gotta put something in something. Go ahead. I guess so. I absolutely. I mean, first of all, sexual desires and sexual fantasies are very personal, and you know that's a very personal decision. And whatever gets your rocks off, I say, kick them. You know, go ahead and. Get that. I don't think your sister needs to know anything about this. Ew. No. Um, she's your sister, number one. I don't think she needs to know. I don't think she needs that visualization. And you kind of do this to help out her kids. She definitely does not need to yeah. be concerned about that. Okay. Exactly. So I would definitely, I, I definitely don't see anything wrong with it at all. I mean, you already have the suit. Maybe it's something you should keep 
like maybe she should go buy one so you can keep it outside of you know Christmas since the girlfriend loves it so much. Um, but no, I don't think it's creepy. I think there are far worse sexual fetishes out there that mm. all of us could discuss right now. We could go to Google. Oh right shit! Now. We and don't need Google. You the, do you know who your hosts are? We could bring okay. it up right now. We can discuss way more odd sexual fantasies um, and desires and fetishes that have nothing to do with right. Santa suits. Let's just say that. <sighs> I think, I think my whole thing about it, and I agree with you, I think my whole problem with it is the juxtaposition of I'm going to wear the Santa suit, go entertain my nephews, and then come home and entertain her. Yeah. And it was, to me, was like creep city because I'm thinking to myself, like, you know what? Come on now. You're drinking hot chocolate with them. And now you're going home to like, you know, do some butt diving okay he's like trying to get in a chimney <laughs> you're traumatizing akila now akila i'm not a santa fan anyway so thank you for goodness what'd she say i'm not a santa fan i don't care oh i really care about santa so thanks i'm grateful that i don't care about santa because if i cared about santa right now i would be sick do your do your kids believe um asana goes back and forth and Preston does not okay Asana goes back and forth. Like, I, I think there's a part of her that wants to hold on mm -hmm. that Santa is real, but she knows Santa's not real. She knows. Yeah. Well, do you believe that Millie Vanilli really did sing their songs or they didn't? Well, that was proven. I think the FBI report proved that they did not sing it. No. Okay. I'm just wondering. I didn't know if that was a hoax or a theory. No, or... it's, it's, it was, it's the truth. They did not. Okay. Because <laughs> you think of Santa, you immediately think, Millie Vanilli. <laughs> it's connected. Immediately. Yeah, immediately. Um, immediately, of course. So, all right, you know, we got another one here. I love that we're whipping through these because these people are troubled before Christmas. They, they are troubled. <laughs> I mean, out of, I'm thinking to myself when I'm reading that question, with all the stress, all the anxiety people experience during the holiday season. Your biggest problem is wondering if you should hold on to a Santa suit so you can tickle the pickle. Like, come on. I want to know, honestly, does he, why does he feel like that wasn't a good idea or a bad idea or why he felt weird? weird about it? I think, I think it's because it, he doesn't get anything out of it. Like he's just doing it because he knows his girlfriend enjoys that or is 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 aroused by that but i i think the idea doesn't arouse him per se but he wants to kind of know if it's okay to do it like yeah. he's being like he needs like justific moral justification i don't which to me doesn't make sense if it's like and and i think also the other thing is is that mm. i don't necessarily judge but i'm gonna judge <laughs> I usually don't. So the reality is that if your girlfriend likes generally, you know, there's all there's all shades to Santa, regardless of what Fox News says, right? But there's all different color Santas, okay? Hmm. But generally they're always fat white men. Yeah. That are sitting there, right? Your girlfriend is into that. <laughs> That's her thing. Now I'm not the judge, but I'm judging. She might try to come for your dad. Oh, shit. She might try to come for your dad. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, she probably has. 
Yeah, that's what happened. That's nasty. Over there entertaining the nephews. She's at home with her his her father's candy cane. Ew! Stop it. Awesome. I have not had dinner yet. Thank God. The Christmas, the Christmas, <laughs> the Christmas puns can keep going. <laughs> the, the metaphors, the analogies. <laughs> Those jingle bells ringing. That's yep. Yes. Yes. Jingle bells ringing. Listen, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's beginning to look. Oh, that's going to be the opening song. There you it's go. Got to be something because last episode there wasn't one apparently. Oh my god! I mean, uh, what kind of holiday season is this? It's like a Jehovah's Witness is running the show. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Are we ready for the third and final? Yes. Yes. Oh. Another one of your freaky friends. Come on. This isn't freaky. <laughs> Jeez. All right, dear Akila. My grandmother is 90 years old and is in a nursing home five hours away from me. Growing up, she was always very good to me, even taking me in during college and co-signing on my first car. It's been years since I last saw her. She desperately wants to see me. And every time we talk, she asks me to come visit. Unfortunately, I am out of work and money is tight. What do I do? Should I say, well, it's Christmas and she might not be around much longer, but risk getting further behind with my utilities? Sincerely, distraught grandson. Now, that's a very, that's a good question. Mm. I'm so over him, but I want to hear what you have to say. Over him? I am so over him. That is about the question. Um, we can get into him after. I want to hear this. But the question um, is a very good question. Um, me, being the sentimental person that I am, I would take the risk. I would. Um, death is kind of final. Last time I checked, it's kind of final. So that separation is a real thing. Yeah. Um, and I look at it as you're not frivolously spending this money. Now, if you were talking about, oh, should I go get the new Jays that just came out or... Should I buy that new PS5 or I'll be like, okay, no, but the experience of, yeah, no, don't do that. But you will be spending this money to go spend maybe some of your last moments with your grandmother who did mean a lot or who means a lot to you and did help you out a lot. So I would figure out a way, maybe, you know, maybe borrow. I'm not a fan of borrowing money Mm. at all, but figuring out a way to get there to see her. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I would mm-hmm. bite the bullet and get my behind on a train, plane, car, and get there. Find the cheapest way of travel, right? Cheapest yeah. and safest way of travel and get there. Yeah. Mm. Especially since this grandson clearly has a close relationship with their grandmother. It's, it's important. I mean, there would be a lot more regret if he didn't and during and and then if she passes or when she passes because it's clearly going to happen anytime Hmm. there's going to be a lot of sadness surrounding that not just the loss but that guilt of not taking making that effort for sure Mm. the guilt will last much longer than the fact that you don't have the money because eventually you'll have money yeah but that guilt will not go away you'll never forgive yourself for not going to go see her. You will yeah. he would never let that go. Yeah. 
exactly. No, yeah. that's pretty straightforward. I mean, I don't think there's much debate on that. I would take the chance. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but w the reason why I said I was overhead. Yes, why? <laughs> so apparently his ass has been broke for a long time, okay? Because he came to live with his grandmother during college. He co-signed for his car. He's been broke for a long time. So I think that's a bigger issue, right? Also, it sounds to me like he's got no business living on his own. Because really, he can't pay his utilities. God knows how long that lasted. And I would really love to talk to him one-on-one -on -one and say, what are you spending your money on? Probably his college loan. That, that this is not, well, then go get, well, then you need to work more, get some money. Like the reality, you can't go to your grandmother. How much is it going to cost you to go to your grandmother's house? And honestly, if the grandmother took him in when he was in college, Who's to say that the grandmother's not going to say if he's honest with her, hey, grandma, money's really tight. I really want to come see you. Grandma might even be like, I'll pay for you to come see me. She's in a nursing home. Like, nursing homes are expensive. So, you know, she has money to stay there. <laughs> or they took her home or they mortgage. They took they took. Her I'm home. just saying this is the difference between me and Coco. Where does a will is a way and he can get there. The reality is that I can tell you right now, if this guy's in his 20s, I guarantee you, I would only love to see the, his list of expenses because I work with clients all the time who tell me they can't afford a class they need to take. But then you're like, wait a minute, your subscription for blah, blah, blah is this much a year? No lie there. So the reality is, is that I think he can go see her. He just hasn't exhausted his resources. And then he's questioning if he should go see her. I'm over him. And she's been asking for years. Yeah. yeah that's I nice. mean, he's an idiot. I don't like him and I'm over him. All righty. Tell us how he you should, really feel. He should have a Merry Christmas. You know, he's like, you know what? I can't go see my grandmother because I'm trying to save up for some video games. <laughs> Because video games are forever. That's forever. true. You buy them, you have them forever. That's true. You know, and she's been asking for years. Yeah, I understand that. Akila, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna say the question. I'm gonna say what you were thinking, but you feel like you can't say it on our show. You know he's white. <clears throat> Silence is golden. I'm just saying, and you know, I know people that listen to our show who will agree with me <laughs> on all accounts. I'm just waiting for my one friend who's on the tip of my tongue that I'm just thinking of right now, who's going to say 100% everything you said. He's a loser. <laughs> that was funny. Grandma's, grandma's withering away. And yeah, now he's waiting until Christmas? Yeah. That you punk. You're a punk. Got no business living on your own. Yeah. You, That's you it. Get, you need to get your life. What to get the Greyhound bus cost that much? This one find, find a cheap way to get there. And it's only Jersey. five hours. So it's not like, you know, going across the country. No, find a cheap way to get Listen, there. Listen, if Coco was driving him, she'd not only give him a ride there, let me tell you. <laughs> she'd be like, hold on, I'll give you a ride, but you gotta send me a photo of you first. <laughs> You're awful. Yeah. But then as soon as Coco sees that he's white, she's like, I'm not interested. 
especially she picked him up on a highway because <laughs> she, no. she's like, listen, I need to see what you're, it's, you know, historically, your si- historically, serial killers have been white. <laughs> a majority of serial exactly. killers. All of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. I just looked it up. It said 100%. It said 100%. <laughs> yeah. That Sam Green wasn't, um, he's black. I want to see some DNA. I want to see some DNA. I want to see some DNA. He Ugh. looks like a Batman for real, for real. He does. Yeah. Okay. So he probably, if we check his DNA. The Zodiac Killer. It was in the Zodiac Killer, like Hispanic or something, the LA one. As a happy face killer, one of them. Nope. Um, was not. was it like Richard that. Ramirez? He wasn't. Uh, yeah. Yes. That was a stage name. Nope. <laughs> nope. And the game show one, the game show killer wasn't fully white. The game that show killer? Has- the, the, one, the one that the one that was on the dating yes oh really wasn't he spanish too i'm not sure the one that was on jenny jones no 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 <laughs> jenny jones the dating game or something like that the dating game yeah he was a, he was the, a bachelor mm-hmm. what about the supermarket sweep killer you're just making shit up for now i mean i'm trying to be part of this conversation I love true crime, so don't play with me. Me too, I was like, me too. <laughs> Wait a minute, because I love true crime. I know you love true crime. I love it. Apparently, love- there's a, uh, now we're like going down another alleyway, but there's a documentary or a movie that's coming out based on the Dr. Death uh, series, the podcast series about this doctor. I can't remember in which state, but he purposefully... Um, Messed up people's um, back surgeries. Backs, yeah. He was amazing. Something was wrong with him. Yeah. Did you listen to the podcast, Dr. Death? Start to finish. Yeah. That was insane. It was. I watched Oh, yeah. They're making a movie out of it now. And Bad Batch. Did you um, listen to Bad Batch too? No. Oh, you need to listen. Uh, Wandry, you need to listen to that. That thing was insane. There's a whole bunch that I need to listen to. See, I listened to more of the podcast about con like people who are do con jobs on people okay. and like like the hollywood con was one of my favorite ones mm. about the woman who was calling people and i can't tell you the spoiler because when you get to the end like the best version of it was you know whoopi goldberg does that show the con on abc you can watch it on hulu okay and it's all different con- episodes about people who committed real con- cons and if you look up the hollywood con the way they did it it's up to date because when the podcast came out, they didn't have as much information as they do now about this person. Mm. So if you watch the con on ABC, it's actually really good. But the thing about the con is this, there's one episode where a woman comes and says she is a Scottish or Irish heiress. And she has this entire community fooled. Did you see that one Coco? No. Okay. So I think I told you about it. She got this whole community fooled. And I was like, you know, if I would have left the party with Jen and I would have got home, I'd have been like, that bitch is not from Ireland. (laughs) Because she didn't have an accent or anything. Because you know when you meet someone, like if you met me at a party, I'm not right away going to be like, I'm an heiress of a Roman empire. Yeah. You're going to be like, no, you're not. You, you can barely go that. see your grandmother who lives five hours away. Stop. I would, I would want to know which Roman Empire too. Like yeah. exactly which one. Like the, the Ricotta Empire. The Ricotta. The Ricotta. Oh, you know, back BC. Have to tell me about that. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, I can't even get my utilities taken care of to go see my grandmother. And meanwhile, I'm a Roman emperor. (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, but that's what people do. And this is the thing about cons, people who are cons and also people who are cult leaders is that they are able to find the right people because I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. David Koresh finds me somewhere he's gonna be like no if i bring him in he's gonna overthrow my entire plan here and take over i can't bring him no they look they look for the vulnerability in people once the cult leader tries to have sex with me and you know and says you're the only like i am he will be the only person i'm ever allowed to have sex with talk to right now i'm gone like i don't understand that yeah and you but, but it's after they gain that comfort level yeah. and it's always the people get involved they they want something so desperately and they think yeah. that person can give it to them yeah you know and a lot of people they they tend to find like i had i knew a friend of mine years ago who used to go to a support group mm-hmm. and the support group was not a support group she needed. She just found the group and was like, I, I have, I found people who listen to me and people I can talk to. And I'm like, but you don't have the same problem they do. She's like, it doesn't matter that I just found a group. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Got to talk to me. Yeah. People do it in AA. People go to AA meetings and they, they don't necessarily have an alcohol problem, but they find this, this kind of camaraderie between others. It is really something real. Wow. I'd go for the free donuts. And the coffee. Because they have food. They do. Yeah. And you know, coffee. could you imagine? I'd be like, where's the bar? They'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> where's the bar? Hold, hold on. Whoa. I'll drink to that. Everybody who says something great. You're in the wrong spot, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I commend all our brothers and sisters out there who are sober. I commend them. Because if they're doing it and they know they need to do it, I commend them. Because I know we have a few listeners. That's why I wanted to say that. Even though I might make fun of them that they don't drink. I'm going to tell you, I think it's great that they don't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Because it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy. I really don't drink, but I know people who struggle Mm. with that. I get it. Absolutely. But you know what, Akila? seriously, back on topic of anxiety during the holidays, Uh Coco and I talked about this during the last couple of episodes. Uh What are some things, and I just want to see if some of the things you bring up match, like some of the things we brought up about things that either give you anxiety or things that you think you've heard other people get anxious about. Hmm. What gives me when what this is going to be a weird one but like when the converse like once you've asked all the questions you can ask or once you've been asked all the questions you can can be asked and it gets quiet all of a sudden i don't know if you've ever experienced that at a family gathering yeah it's almost like that come down and it's like okay what do we do now (laughs) like the hustle the hustle and bustle of getting in there oh my god how are you and how you been which is kind of hard because think about it we just saw each other at thanksgiving yeah so the, the conversation is not going to be as much during things during Christmas because we've kind of 
spoke about nothing's really changed in less than a month you know like nothing has really gone differently so that's one thing um that makes me nervous how do we keep the conversation going mm. i don't like awkward silence i like i love silence but the awkward silences and the you know okay what do we talk about now i hate that mm. um i let me see what else oh this one when family members get together who you know don't get along like you get along with everybody yeah but you know, Uncle Jim Jim don't get along with Uncle Boy. Oh man, that is, mm, that's never a nice thing. That is never, that gives me a lot of anxiety. And you know what, that is such, that is so indicative of generations. Mm. Because I think to myself, like now there is nobody I know that is my age or younger who is going to ever put themselves in a room with another person they don't like. Cause what is this? The real housewives, New Jersey. But, Why would you go sit at a table with someone you don't know or like, and if you know it's that serious, but that's the thing. So if you're putting that anxiety on yourself, but if they're being invited and both of them agree, knowing that they have this difficulty, obviously they're able to work through something. Obviously they're able to, be in the same room Listen, with one another but what, I'm, but what i'm saying but what i'm saying is that are you putting that anxiety on yourself or is there legit tension still and if so why are they being put into the same room all the time i can i can answer that because okay like okay so we are all family here me you um and fran we're all family i love you fran i love you coco the fact that you two don't get the fact that you two don't get along that have nothing to do with me mm. So I am definitely going to invite the both of you to my home. Why mm. not? I love the both of you. Mm. The fact that y'all don't get down with each other. Well, that's something you guys are going to have to encounter. And yes. I mean, figure out. And on top of that, y'all love me. You love my kids. You love my husband. You, you know, you want to be around me. I, this is a, I'm talking about real life stuff. Like, yeah, dang, they don't I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. And I agree because here's the thing. If we're going to use that, that example again, you're the host, Akilah. You invite the both of us. If I know that this ratchet woman is going to be there, I mean, ratchet, <laughs> horrible woman, ratchet. Horrible. I would at the very least send her a text message and be like, hey, listen, I know you're ratchet, <laughs> but it's Christmas. So let's make it a very merry ratchet Christmas at Aquila's because it's about her. Yeah. I recently had a conversation with a friend. No, they're not because it's generational. Yeah. And listen, I'm going to make a responsible decision. If I love you, but I can't get it together with ratchetness, mm. right? Because Coco is ratchet. Turn. If, let me tell you, if she sits too close to the milk, it spoils. That's how ratchet she is. Damn. So, Damn. so, so listen, if I really have that big of a problem with her, I'm not going to go. Yeah, I'm going to reach out to you and be like, hey, listen, as a responsible individual, I love you. I will see you on the 26th. I so, will come and see you on the 26th. So Akila, in that scenario that you described, are you the one that invited the two uncles or somebody else did? Oh, I'm never the one that does that. But I've been in homes and in situations where I know the people don't get along and they were invited because they get along with the host and the host gets along with them. I guess when you're in big circles, like like the ones that I'm talking about, yeah. you're going to encounter things like this. Or you, when you're in big families, 
you're gonna encounter stuff like this. And unfortunately, I mean, granted, it's never come down to blows. It's never come down to any physical violence. No. But when you're talking about the anxiety because of the tension, mm. that's a very real feeling. Like, oh, oh for God. sure. Are they displaying that kind of tension around others or no? So the thing, so the thing about tension is you can feel it. So like, yeah. although it's not being displayed, like it's not being pushed, your tension is not being pushed towards me. It's visible that you're uncomfortable. Yeah. or that two people or three people whomever this group of people are uncomfortable and it's like and you know, also the two individuals who are going to show up like i'm sorry but this is the way i feel about it and you all can hate me for saying this <laughs> the people who show up who know they don't get along to the point where like you can go to a family event and not like someone mm. but still be like hey how's it going how's the kids good good and then go to the other side of the room with your glass of wine yeah the reality is is that if you're going into a room where you can't even speak to a person and you are going out of your way to walk around their chair you have no business going i'm sorry you have no business going you just don't you cannot go because it's going to affect everybody and you're looking for trouble those people who show up to events that know somebody else is going to be there it's just like when people show up who've been married before and have a horrible horrible relationship they're like well i have to go because my kids are there no because your kids are uncomfortable mm-hmm. stop going you're making your kids rap that's like when people don't get divorced because they're like look at what it's going to do to my kids your kids are having a worse time now yeah okay same thing yeah you stay home they'll go see dad on the 26th and they'll see mom on the 25th how about that yeah and then i come from the school of thought unless it's murder you stole a million dollars from me or whether it was a hundred dollars or you know something crazy like that why are you guys not talking and Mm. usually when things are pet it's usually over something petty yeah like and that's what drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. You guys are not cool with each other over, usually a he said, she said, um, a misinterpreted vibe or nonverbal communication, just something dumb. Yeah. And you want to not, ev- you don't want to hash this out. You don't want to be mature. Yeah. Adults here. You don't want to be mature and try and work that out. You know what I mean? Instead of you, instead yeah. of you being, yeah but some people's relationships can only survive if they are like that there are some people like two individuals like there's people who are married for years and years and years and all they do is fight for years and years and years because that's the only kind of communication and relationship they're capable of having Hmm. so in that case that's a person who likes to perpetuate drama and they love drama with that person. And to me, it's like, if you don't give someone a stage, there's no show. True. And that's why I'm like, if you don't like me and I know I don't like you, recently said this to a friend who's very near and dear to me. I said, you know, I used to be the person who's like, hey, I don't like some of your friends. So when you have a party, I'm not going to come. But now I'm like, you know what? This is not about me. This is about you. And I can get along with them. If they don't want to talk to me, that's up to them. But yeah. guess what? I'm going to go and make the best out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be nice to people. And like you said, nobody murdered anybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we're, like, I don't know. I think it's just dumb, but that's, you talking about tension in a place. Yeah, that, that's a good one. That's that a good definitely one. gives me anxiety. Um, I, other than that, I really don't, I'm really not, un- uh, clearly I'm not uncomfortable in, cl- in crowds and, you know, things I'm not, 
that type of individual. So for me, it's, I'm more of an in and out type of individual in gatherings, getting in there, hug, hug, kiss, kiss, or elbow, elbow, because we in COVID, you know, I'm going to eat, make sure my kids eat, make sure my husband eats. I'm going to hang around for maybe like an hour or two afterwards and then I'm gone. Like yeah. I'm not, I am not somebody that's just going to linger, linger, linger at an event. I have never been like that. Mm. So maybe that's why too. And then another thing I'm lit as hell. Like I'm not going to go nowhere and not be uncomfortable and be, and be uncomfortable. I'm never going to do that. So if I'm, if I'm con there's no constant. So let me not even say that, but if I am not feeling the vibe in this room, 10 out of 10, I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. There's nine out of 10. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. Like baby, if I ain't drive, honey, I'm ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Let's go. Nah, yeah. What, and what do we always, what do we, we tell people that we work with as coaches? Like I always tell people, it's not about figuring out how to not to be anxious. It's not about figuring out how to speak to people that makes you more comfortable. I always tell them, if you know, you're going to an event and those kind of things make you anxious, come up with a timeline. How long are you going to be there? Yeah. If it's two hours at nine o'clock and your phone starts vibrating, it's time to leave. Now, of course, if you're having a great time and you want to stay a little longer, that's up to you. But I always tell people you need to know the exit plan because that's part of the anxiety with a lot of people. They don't know the exit plan, you know? And I like to tell people up front, like at nine o'clock, I got to go because I have another commitment. Yeah. Tell them before you even leave, because that way, when they see you leaving, there's not an explanation that needs to come up. Yes. You know, listen, I took a mean laxative and I got to get home. You don't want me in this bathroom with all these people. So I'm going <laughs> to let you know at about 847, <laughs> I'm in the car. Wow. If, you see, if you see me in the car, <laughs> 847, I'm, that's why. Know, I am using my muscles that God has given me because <laughs> It will, it will, I will be able to hold on for seven minutes to get home. <laughs> you want me here because once I set up shop in your bathroom, I'm there. Yeah. There is you no candle in the world that's going to oh. save that bathroom. Your yeah. friends will be on the porch using the bathroom because they will not be able to come in here. Okay. <laughs> Let Are me know I'm, I'm the type, I'm tired. And this is very <laughs> true. This is like a very true thing. I am exhausted. Trust me. I, there is all, this thing about buying a house to worse even now, there's always something to do. Yeah. 12 o'clock. You're not going to see like 10 o'clock. No, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I, I want to go to my bed. Yeah. I, and I want to, and I am someone who can't just go to sleep. I need to do my bedtime routine. I need to decompress. I need to, I'm out. You got to pull a Tina Turner and start chanting. I know. I, I, That's I me. Yep. You got to do a little namya You got to do a little of that. I'm I'm too grown to be having to feel any way in any. No, way. and you shouldn't. And you know the fact is, is that you know this goes back to what I was saying earlier about generations. The generations prior to us has taught us like we need to suffer for other people's well being. And if someone feels guilty, then we need to bend and pretend like we're not someone we are. We're supposed to pretend like we're not uncomfortable. It takes true bravery to say, no, 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 I'm not doing that. If it doesn't feel good. If it truly is not the intention that I want out of the situation, no, no. And, and listen, I've lost a lot of friends because of it. I have. 
I've lost a lot of people that were close to me and they walked away just saying, you know, I was being an asshole. I was being a diva because I just couldn't do what they wanted me to do. And it wasn't comfortable for me. Mm, tough. So I'm writing a book about it. Tough. Do it. But in the meantime. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. Shameless plug. So, listen, I want to wish everybody a, a merry, happy holiday. Yeah. And, you know, Coco is celebrating. What are they celebrating Beirut for Christmas? Not Beirut. I'm just trying to educate the audience. And meanwhile, she getting all sassy. (laughs) What's on your Christmas list for this year? What's that? What's on the Christmas list? Like in terms of what what I'm doing? What do you want? Oh. Um, I think I mentioned in the last episode, or I don't know if it's aired. uh, We're basically just like, needing things for the house like we're doing some kind of up updating and and stuff like that i don't need anything per se like chris has always said if we need something or we want something we're gonna buy it ourselves Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm done with things i'd rather get stuff to improve the the house Okay. So we want to remove the carpeting in our upstairs and we want to put, you know, some flooring down and things like that. And so it's like whatever contributions anyone wants to give for that. Go fund me. Mm-hmm. And go fund me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's nothing, it's nothing major. Like I love to give gifts. So I want to get the things that people want to, you know, people want. Mm-hmm. I love to bake. So everyone's getting, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that's okay. what I do. That's what I do. Yeah. What do you want? I know everybody who doesn't know what I want will buy me wine. Mm. Typically, people give me wine or they give me gift cards. Like a lot of my clients will give me like coffee gift cards or they'll give me wine or they'll give me like an Amazon gift card. Beautiful, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, people who know me, I, I'm, I always, I do like to see what they're going to get me. Like, I don't ask for anything, but I, I think it's really nice because people typically, they know I, I, I love records and they'll try to find stuff for me that I have a hard time finding. Maybe something I won't buy for myself. Um, they also will get me, um, you know, fun stuff that they know I won't buy for myself. Like, even if it's stuff to cook with, mm. you know, like over the years, I've got people who buy me like all kinds of truffle oils and truffle salts and things like that, that are like, I wouldn't buy for myself. Cause I'd be like, what am I spending $25 on a little container of salt for, you know, <laughs> but somebody will buy it for me. And I'm like, I, listen, I'm happy. Yeah. You know, it's simple stuff. You know, I like things you can eat and use. Yeah. Okay. No, not some, like we were talking about this because Coco and I are candle freaks. Like mm-hmm. we light candles, we burn them, they're done. We get another candle. Like, yeah. you know, it's not me holding on to the vessel that the candle was in. I can't do all that. That's too much for me. I'm always like super excited when I get to the bottom of a candle because that means I can light a new one. <laughs> I, love, 
I love candles. A long time ago, I wanted to start a candle business. I wanted yeah. to make that be a part, a component, a part of Slate of Clutter. Nice. Point. Um, but that ship has sailed. I, I can't. Um, but yes, I, and, and the thing with me is a, a part of, I am so particular. I only burn white candles. I do not burn colored candles ever. Really? Really? Are they scented? Vanilla. If it's not vanilla or in that family, I'm not burning it. Wow. And it, and if it's not, it has to be an expensive candle. So it would have to be like a Veluspa candle in order for me not to burn a, van- a vanilla candle. It Child, I love a- those. Oh, they're amazing. I you love those. One? That's on my Christmas list. Okay. Damn. So, um, yeah. I, love uh, only find, I only if I knew you when, when Jen worked for anthropology and we used to get those at 40% off. Like, oh. 40%. Like how many times did I get you one, Coco? I know. That's free. That goji berry one and uh, the other. Yep. There was yes. one that was like Macar something peach and something else. I remember yep. when you when you presented it to me, you were like, this smells like sex and rock and roll. And yep. it's it was legit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, listen, you know, I cannot. we have had a wonderful time with you. Oh, thank you. As always. I know that the holidays are that much sweeter for our listeners because they got to hear you. I've got friends of mine who listen to this show and I say it every time you're on. They don't care about meeting anyone, including us. (laughs) They know you. (laughs) They they want to meet you. Okay. Like I have a friend who's just like, that is who I want to meet. No matter how many times we have guests on, that I think are going to blow it out of the water. They're like, yeah, I like them, but I want to meet Akila. So when we go on tour, Akila, make sure oh, you make sure you block out a chunk of time because you're coming with us. You yes. just let me know when, where, and what time, okay? Yeah. Absolutely. Me, listen, me and Akila are going to have to FaceTime you next time when she and I are together because she's supposed to, we're, gonna, we're making a family plan. Yes. Like some point. Oh shit. You better FaceTime me. Yeah, because she's gonna come over and I'm just gonna do a mess of cooking. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I wanna I expect to be on the counter watching it all. Yeah. Ricotta cheese. So yep. whatever you're gonna make has to have ricotta cheese in it. Of course. I'll make it. whatever you want. I got I got I can make plenty of things with it. Um I'm making Christmas dinner like from stem to stern. Like I'm doing full Italian. Like, so whoever's coming, like, you have no idea this menu's been in the works for like three weeks. I gotta pick, I gotta go pick up a dish. I have to. You can come over at any time on Christmas. You can literally just, family can be sitting in the car. You can come walking up the door and be like, where's my stuff? Drive by. Right. You can go to my window and we can pretend like we're at Wendy's. Yeah. Like I'm uh, just, just put some aside for me. Cause I'm going to do that. Like I've been wanting some good Italian food. Yeah. Very this long is where time. you come. All right, I'll be you there. Know. And you don't um, even have to. You don't even have to carol for it. No, no. caroling ne- necessary. For my food, huh? What a blessing. <laughs> no, I'm gonna sing for you when I give it to you because I'm gonna go, go tell on the mountain. Go tell on the my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> um, so you are amazing. We love you. Our, our listeners love you. Where can they find you? How can they watch you? How can they get you know? candles in the future from you that's funny no no candles in the future from me but um of course you know my shenanigans are daily 
on Instagram at Akila Peinado. And that's basically where you can really find me. I do have a podcast that I need to get back on the good foot with. I need to, but as you've heard earlier in this podcast, I had a lot of stuff going on. That's fine. You'll be back. Year. So be on the lookout for some podcast episodes. And I, um, you, you guys are going to hear a familiar voice in some of the introductions of my podcast because <coughs> Coco <coughs> kind of helped me with an intro. So yes. be on the lookout for that. Oh, I love and, that. Oh, yeah. And what else? That's it. I'm okay. on Instagram talking. That's enough. Come That's awesome. I love, the, I love messages. I love DMs. Come talk to me over there. Yes. And um, well, this is, you know, you all, I hope we made you feel what you feel because this is how you feeling. And, you know, this is what we do. And I hope everyone enjoyed the show. Thank you all for coming tonight. Coco, as, as usual, you're ratchet. Thanks. Thanks so much. <laughs> Imagine me and you seriously staged it where we went to a party and pretended we didn't like each other. That would be hilarious. Well, you see, you just spoiled it now. We can never not like each other at a party. Out of our 1,000 listeners, I'm sure beyond that, we can find people who don't listen to the show. That's true. That's true. Okay. Coco is one of the calmest people I know. And for you to call her ratchet is just hilarious to me. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That's comical to me. And and we need to do an episode where she just talks about all the food she cooks because she can cook her ass off. I'm with it. We we need to all we need to have like this cooking sesh. All of us. We would roll out of there and go right to Weight Watchers. I swear. (laughs) Not Weight Watchers, gastric bypass. All right. You all have a great evening. Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoy the closing Christmas music that we're going into. (laughs) Pressure. Thank you, Akila. Night. Good night. Good night.